<laughs> Welcome to episode two of the Barbells and Briefcases podcast. Adding value to you to help you achieve your business, fitness, and life goals. My name is John Miller. Seated next to me is John Fody and Nick Saka. Today we're going to be talking about 2017, New Year, New yeah. Goals, New Year, New Me. Yeah, New Year's resolutions. And uh, now that Nick's out of the, the can, we can start talking. Uh, so, yeah. long I had the butterflies before the podcast, so I had to, <laughs> had to drop a few. I had to drop the Cleveland Browns off at the Super Bowl, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, a little bit of guts. Yeah. No, plus, I didn't want to stink up the room, you know. Yeah. <laughs> On the bright side, now that you got it all out in the bathroom. Yeah. Now, yeah, now the conference room is a clear and open space for valuable conversation. I don't have to disrupt your guys' 2017. All right. Nick, new year, new me. Yeah, so that's that's kind of what we wanted to talk about today. Uh, our biggest focus right now is this 2017, is January, we're, what, eight days in? Eight days in. Eight days in. Still and writing 2016 on everything. 20, yeah, <laughs> no, I know. I have, yeah. I was going to say 2016. So if we say 2016, we really mean 2017. Unless we're talking about 2016. Unless we're talking about 2016. But we're not looking backwards, we're looking <laughs> forwards. <laughs> Alright, but yeah, this is a new year. A fresh start. Our calendars are blank. Our planners are blank. Our goals, hopefully they're not blank. Hopefully you've written them down. Uh, just a statistic, the reason why we wanted to talk about this, or why we wanted to talk about this was... 48% of Americans make resolutions and only 8% of people actually keep them. So there's two things wrong with that. One, it's only 48% of people are making goals. And the second thing wrong with that is 8% are keeping them. So there's two huge, hugely, majorly, drastically wrong things with that picture in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I uh, am a huge believer in at least writing your goals down i know john is more of a verbal hold yourself account or miller is more of a i'm gonna hold myself accountable to to those so i'll speak those goals out into existence yeah. i like i like telling people my goals and i don't ever want to feel like i'm a liar or like let I'm, people down yeah or let people down like if i tell somebody that i'm gonna do something i am 90 percent more likely to because do it because now you're liable to yeah it, because right? now yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna look like a liar i'm not yeah. gonna look like like i ain't shit so you're being accountable yeah it's, it's a way for me to hold myself accountable by worrying about how other people feel about me yeah yeah absolutely and i like i said i mean we're we're here uh we're here at my at my office here and I have my my employees, you know, on the same page. Like I just, I, I believe in this so much that I'm making them write their goals down. Right behind the camera here is uh, is uh, my employee Sharif's goals, literally laminated out there. Like I had him do it because I'm a firm believer, you know, from some from some from some personal testimonies of I used to hang my goals up in my shower, right? Like laminated in some plastic paper, and they were hung up in the shower and. Lo and behold, is that the, is that the yes. saying? Lo and behold, you know, you look back a couple months, years later, and you're able to check some of those things off, which is like crazy as shit. Feeling, right? Yeah, it's like wow, like that actually happened. Like, and you don't even realize that some of these things are happening. They might not happen in the time frame that you want it to happen, but lo and behold, 
it happens. And that's the most important part is that something that you wanted at one point in time, you accomplished. You've accomplished. It's happened. You know, the place that you wanted to see, you saw it. That person you wanted to see in concert, I don't know, you saw that person. Or uh, that money, that amount of money that you wanted to see in your bank account, it happened. Or anything, literally anything. You know, that car that you want to drive, you're driving it, and, and so on and so forth. And so that's why we wanted to talk about this today. Uh, I'll, we'll, we'll segue it. We're going to have Miller f- uh, focus in on. So, uh, some of the barbell side of it. Some more of the fitness related and fitness related health. New Year's resolution goals or just goals in general. And then we'll have Fody talk about the briefcase side of the uh, setting your goals for the new year. Business and life. And so, so without you know, a lot of people, a lot of people, when when the New Year's the New Year comes around, they just make wishes. You know, for whatever reason, they just you know, I wish that that could happen this year. I I want that to happen this year, but a wish or a dream isn't nothing unless you make it a goal and you actually figure out a plan of attack on how you're going to achieve that daily. Like you have to figure out the small baby steps of how you're going to incorporate that into your daily habits, your daily planner. And that's another thing that's hugely powerful and impactful in my own life is that my old mentor taught me time principles. And I, ever since literally 2016, I bought a planner, and there shouldn't be any white spaces on that planner. Like there, you know, and <laughs> and if I were to hand that planner over to uh, to Miller right now, and he were to go through it, he could tell me exactly how my 2016 was based off of what information I had in there or what information I didn't have in there. And so it's kind of like a story, you know, like I'm a huge believer in the planner and literally having daily things, daily uh, uh, objectives or tasks that you have to do to accomplish what's important to you. And another thing, it should be your goals. There shouldn't be anybody else's goals. It should be what's important to you. You know, some people want to have 20 million dollars in the bank account when they're when they're dead or or some people want to travel the whole world some people are cool with making fifty thousand dollars a year and seeing you know watching their football team every weekend or going to games season ticket holder or whatever that might be you know so just tailor your goals to you don't do it for anybody else do what makes you happy whatever whatever it is that makes you happy and so a couple different things and what are you guys what are you guys thoughts so far on on you know i want you guys to to jump in on this too what are your guys' thoughts on new year's resolutioners or people setting goals well it's definitely a a resolutioner thing i remember having a conversation actually a couple days ago with a trainer buddy of mine and he asked me what my resolutions were for 2017 and my immediate reaction was i don't have resolutions i have goals and the difference that we came to agreement on was that resolutions are kind of something that you've been doing wrong or some part in your life that you've been failing that you want to change most people's resolutions are you know i want to lose weight or i want to quit smoking or i'm not i'm not gonna eat so much shitty food things like that and i don't have anything really like that in my life I have goals like I have you know my business that I want to improve upon I have my own like fitness and like, power powerlifting lifting, goals that, weight totals yeah like powerlifting is my hobby and that's and that's a big part of like 
what I do in my free time. So I have goals set for myself for that and for my next meet and things like that. But, and then, jeez, um, now I just lost what I was saying. Right. <laughs> but, like, I have goals for myself. I don't, I don't see them as resolutions because right. I had those before 2017 started. And right. it's just a continuing thing of right. just always improving. improving. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, like, if, you hear, if you're hearing, obviously, it's, it's, it's not January 1st right now, so you're not setting your goals. But if you were to listen to this podcast on, say... You could have listened to it on December 1st, and we could have... Had the same, exact same you need to have December 1st goals. You yeah, know, yeah, if you listen exactly. to this podcast on March 8th, three months from now, or two months from now, sorry. Good job. Then you need to have March 8th goals, you know, that week's goals. And your goals literally, like, if <laughs> my planner for last year, like, you're going to have, like, we even made a post about it on the page. Like, they're lying. Your goals change, you know, and you have to adapt those goals. Those, to, they're going to change. There's know? no perfect roadmap. That's what Nick's really trying to say. As you go through it, you're going to be like, you know what? I value that a little bit more, and you end up uh, switching it to that. But I'm a huge advocate for writing shit down. Uh, there's literally, yeah, and visualizing it. There's something that happens, and I keep saying this because I firmly believe it. Something that happens when you're writing something down on a piece of paper don't store it in your phone i know a lot of millennials like to store shit in their phone yeah, what about just typing it on your phone well no because there's something way. powerful and magical that happens when, when you, you see write it down <laughs> and literally it transfers over i'm, I'm you know i'm, I'm there's <laughs> something that happens with the pen in your hand and the it energy. transfers okay. over into your mind and all of a sudden it just sticks there and your subconscious mind will direct you to these goals with or without your even thought process thinking about it. And so that's why we're going to talk about this. And what like if I, I got a stylus for my for my smartphone and no. I write it down? But no, you can easily erase, just, right? <laughs> that's what I think that's You got to hang it up. You got to see it daily. <laughs> you know, like I said, I used to hang my goals up in my shower. Right now we're in my office, right in my little, you know, my desk over there has my two things it has my whys because i think something that's even more important than your goals or why you're doing it you know if you don't have strong enough whys doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense you don't have something pulling you towards your goal you shouldn't have to push yourself to your goals your goal should pull you and so that's why you have to think about why you're doing shit you know and daily motivation absolutely so that's my little spiel on that and you know like i said you have to set these audacious long-term goals and you have to set small goals. I think John said something earlier uh, that that write your goals, you know, for the year, but don't be upset if you accomplish them three years later. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it was actually it was said by like one of the guys I look up to in powerlifting. His name is Johnny Candido. He's a great YouTube watch, subscribe. He's a a good Twitter follow as well. But he tweeted something a little while ago that said. Uh, you know, if you want to be happy and successful in powerlifting, write down your goals that you want to accomplish next year and be okay with hitting them about three years from now. Yeah. And, and that's how big audacious goals should be. Mm-hmm. You know, you, sh- you should have them and they should always be in the back of your mind. And that's always what you're, you're, you're making that inch towards, you know, uh, the longest journey began with a single step and always be making that progress towards it. Mm-hmm. But you know, be okay with if you don't make it in the timeline that you first set out. I don't beat yourself up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's <laughs> as long why. as you're improving, that's why you make yeah short term exactly. goals. Yeah, that's why they're big audacious goals because they're meant to be you know the end point of a great journey. Mm-hmm. 
1,000%. And so Ray Lewis says this one thing. I love it. Success is a lot of small things done well. And, you know, a lot of times I think we underestimate the daily things that we're doing. Uh, being present is a huge one. Mm-hmm. Just being present in the moment and doing whatever you're doing the very best that you can will achieve long-term success. I mean, it's just little the daily actions, the daily things that we're doing that really turn into huge snowball-related you know, success. And so... Sometimes, I mean, I'll even take myself, like I'm at the gym and I'm not fully there. What's that doing? That's fucking up my workout. You know, I'm not getting the best concentration, you know. You're not present. Yeah, you're not present, you know. And so even though you're at the gym, you're not getting the best possible workout in because your mind's not in, your heart's not in that workout. Same thing with being at work. You can hate what you're doing or dislike it, but if you're not giving it, you should give it 100% because you are going to get something out of that that turns into the bigger picture of yeah. whatever it is you want to do. Whatever it is that you are doing, you should be engaged 110%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Yeah, absolutely. I think in every like, business setting that I've ever been in, it's always been the most successful ones. And I, looking back on it now, I looked at the, the most successful people in the companies that I worked, bef- worked for before. Were the people that I thought were, you know, drinking the company Kool Aid and like were a hundred percent sold into whatever that they were doing? Yeah, like those were the ones that were the most successful. Were the ones that were a hundred percent all into it. Were they, they were. the happiest? Do you feel like they? Were oh, of course they were because, like, yeah. like I mean, the cynical part of me was always like, those people are stupid. Like, yeah, like, yeah. they don't love this shit. Like, like, <laughs> like who would like this job? Like, this is stupid. Like. Who likes, you know, selling bank accounts and, like, selling people credit cards and loans and yep. stuff that, that's just going to create more interest and all that stuff. But, like, the people that that drank the company Kool-Aid and because they were so believed in what they were doing, it showed in how they sold. It showed in how they performed. The and it showed in life. their attitude yep. with how they dealt Amen. with every day-to-day mm-hmm. activity. It's true they were more successful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, being an, an enthusiastic dork is not a bad thing, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> so, let's see here. A couple things, you know, like, you want to set these goals. I mean, yes, set audacious goals. Audacious goals. Don't set audacious short-term goals. I mean, you can have audacious short-term goals, but don't be, you know, heartbroken whenever they're not not fulfilled, you know. You're only setting yourself up for, for kind of like a failure if you're like, I want to lose 100 pounds in three months you know what i'm saying like that's kind of crazy and that's they, that's every uh client i've had <laughs> at lbac for the last month that's over 200 pounds i i used to have this goal where i, I said i wanted to uh man i wanted to make i wanted to make what i have like twenty thousand in the bank and every year i just would not have twenty thousand in the bank i'd be so mad like man i didn't say i haven't done that you know it's so my bank account went down <laughs> yeah exactly I'm, I'm in the hole you know school education whatever but a couple different things set the short-term goals and have the audacious crazy i'm talking like like unrealistic long-term goals because uh somebody's got to achieve them absolutely somebody's got to be the ceo of microsoft somebody's got to be you know the billionaire that came from nothing like plain fly yeah Exactly. Like, like somebody said, I'm a mold metal, and, <laughs> and, and, and that it's gonna be like in the air someday. Like, that's still when you look at airplanes, I still like don't believe it. Like, that's really in the air right now. Yeah, and 
you know, the Wright Brothers. I heard some some cool story about the Wright Brothers. Like people, like <laughs> their very first little plane operation, only was in the air for like, oh, what was it like, like sixty seconds or something like that, or, or one hundred and eighty seconds. And when that, when the whole like town or village or farm, whatever, wherever he, they were at, the Wright Brothers, right? It's North Carolina or South Carolina. They were hating on him. Soon as, as soon as a plane fell down and crashed, they were like, "Ha! We told you those crazy Wright Brothers. You guys thought that." You gonna make airplanes or whatever that was, and they were like, "Ha!" But the Wright, Bro- Never the Wright brothers looked at it like eight one hundred eighty seconds. We were in the air. Fuck yeah! You know, like like <laughs> completely, they're completely optimistic about that. So their first goal was probably to get it up in the air, which they did. Now their second goal was to actually make it fly. Let's so leave it up there for a minute, exactly two minutes, and that's what it is. It's progress. It's right. Every day, every day's a new day, and keep building on that and believing in yourself. Those and those old school haters are modern day trolls. You know what I'm saying? They're yeah. <laughs> internet trolls. But anyways, let me get back on subject here. I wanted to switch. I wanted to switch it over, and because Miller is in this realm now, John, uh, John Miller is he's a personal trainer now at LVAC. He has the biggest personal transformation, uh, one of the biggest that I've seen uh, personally. Where I mean, the dude was a twig. I'm talking like you look like you could grab his arms and, and break it like a like a super like skinny. A, this, this dude was skinny. I still had bigger calves than me. Fuck your calves. But but also he's a big dork. You know what I'm saying? Like he he studies stuff and he he gravitates towards anything that he he just literally goes all in on stuff. And so he he's become pretty knowledgeable when it comes to nutritional things and his own personal transformation he does the powerlifting he's transformed his uh, 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 body he's transformed his strength where I mean I'm, I'm kind of tooting his horn here and building him up but but he really has done some incredible things in his fitness in his barbell in like less than two years I think it, it came is came a long way it's been been about three but I'm going to definitely save the last 45 seconds of this podcast, and I'm going to just like have it in my phone, and whenever you're talking shit to me, I'm just going <laughs> to play and replay that. <laughs> so thanks, thanks Nikki. John, I appreciate John you, still ain't shit. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, uh, tr- really, truly, I mean, he's helped me even get stronger. I used to avoid like doing squats and deadlifts, things like that, you know, thinking I was going to injure myself. But, I mean, he's become I, – I helped him – you know, I help push him into fitness, and and then literally now he's he's uh, become a valuable asset to me. So I want him to kind of talk about what he did himself to help those of you that are trying to transform your health and fitness, uh, and have him hopefully add some value to what you're trying to accomplish. And he's also has some experience in a very small sample size of the, some of the clients he's dealt with. So. I'm gonna open it up to him and and have him uh, have him talk into uh, to those New Year's resolutions that are focused on health and fitness goals, and hopefully he can add value. Yeah. Um. Thanks, Nick. Yeah. Appreciate it. You ain't nothing. I, I still I still ain't <laughs> shit. I appreciate it though. <laughs> that was that was nice. That was cute. He's blushing over here. Hella. Um. I think the first thing when it comes to me with goal setting is, um, for myself. It was more figuring out what I wanted and then, you know, Nick talked about having something that was tangible and setting a tangible goal and setting a timeline for it. Um, 
once I started powerlifting and I got into to making uh, Excel spreadsheets for myself and figuring out my progress and things like that, the bigger part was once I figured out that goal is setting that timeline and making it something tangible that I could see. And then the second part was uh, working backwards from that timeline. Like if I had- Reverse engineering, I think is the term. Re reverse engineering <laughs> my goal. So if, if I have a powerlifting meet in 12 weeks, I am going to work backwards from that that 12 week point to figure out, okay, these are the, this is what I'm gonna be doing you know, four weeks from the meet, this is what I'm going to be doing eight weeks from the meet. And okay, I'm 12 weeks from the meet, so here's what I should be doing 12 weeks from the meet. And just seeing how the slow progress that I was going to be getting. And so I knew exactly what I was going to be doing every week leading up. Very numbers-based, right? Yeah, Mathematics, of course. You have to. Of. And, and then the same thing applies to, like, my weight. Um, I usually never had to do a cut that was more than, like, eight or nine pounds. But... At the same time, working backwards from when I was seven days out from my meet, okay, you know, for the next, for three days, I was going to be drinking four gallons of water, and then the next two days, drinking two gallons of water, and then, and then the day of my weigh-in, drinking no water at all, so that way I was dry as a bone, if I had to sauna anything extra out, I had, I'd do it, but it was just a basically working backwards from my goal. Right, setting a goal, setting a reverse goal. engineering it. What do I gotta do this week? What do I gotta do that week? So like, you somebody who is trying to lose 30 pounds in three months, how do they reverse engineer that goal? I wish I would have somebody that wanted to lose 30 pounds in three months. <laughs> he does personal training. Like, the, the clients that I've been dealing with are people that are severely overweight. Not severely, but like, uh, 40-year-old female that's 250 pounds and 50% body fat. I asked her, what's, what's your goal weight? And she says, 120 pounds. I'm like, okay, so that's your big audacious goal. Yeah, right. <laughs> let's get let's, realistic let's, now. Let's break this down though. And how are you gonna get there? Yeah, let's, let's figure out how we're, how we're gonna get there. Break breaking it down. it down into sections, you know, breaking down first, you know, diet goals, because calories in versus calories out is the biggest thing when it comes to to losing weight and then figuring out a more achievable short-term goal so that that way they could see results one of the biggest things for me once i started uh, working out was once i saw results it, it made me more motivated and look literally looking at myself in the mirror every day got was, to was my was my motivation and seeing that progress so and having people saying damn bro you're getting buff yeah <laughs> yeah the only downside was buying all those new shirts but uh <laughs> But yeah, breaking it down into smaller goals so that, that way, you know, you get that little dopamine uh, in, injection into yourself when you see yourself in the mirror, when you see right. the weight going down it's, on the scale. A, yeah, it's addicting. Things like that. Progress. Yeah. Getting like, the compliments, you know, from people just, just like you said. Yeah, exactly. People yeah, of course. Good. It makes you feel good. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, you said calories in and calories out. I know one thing, uh, well, and we're going to actually talk about the biggest nutritional and fitness myths on our next week or next week yeah next week's podcast um but without going too further uh, too far into detail what's the best way for people to track their calories or their or you know what's the most important part when when i'm trying to lose weight on the nutrition side 
is exactly that tracking like Correct. numbers whether, whether it's old school writing it down or whether it's using an app like my fitness pal just most people just don't know what they're eating or and how many calories is in it most people don't look at those nutrition labels and i five years ago i thought those people were stupid like i thought <laughs> i never ever thought i would be that guy that is googling before i go to blaze pizza how much how many calories and how much protein is yeah. in like a, a whole pie of pizza before I go yeah, there. Yeah, but you're trying to do it to gain weight. You know, you're not trying yeah, to do it. So mean, it's, it's easier well, in your shoes. Well, well now, <laughs> now my goals are different. Yeah. But at the same time, like you can apply like those strategies to somebody that's losing weight just as easily. Mm-hmm. And I wish I was trying to lose weight because it'd be a lot cheaper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that's true. But uh, yeah, as far as like tracking, just writing, either writing it down and looking up on the internet how much everything is in or using an app which will literally my count fit, up my fitness pal ought to pay us for this i know right <laughs> or just looking up on an app and tracking it that way just so you know how much you're eating on a regular day and then part b how much you're how much you need to be at and what your goals are and how to adjust that and the second part of that is after knowing and tracking it is what changes you need to make and most of the times to see progress, what what I've found is the easiest way is just changing one thing. Either, um, what was it? Either taking out one thing, like stopping drinking soda, or uh, you know, stop being having a dessert before dinner, or things like that. Right. And just changing that one thing and seeing the progress after a week or two weeks. And going from Let there. that be contagious towards, yeah. towards... Or one thing that uh, my client... Uh, I had a client the other day that had lost a lot of weight. One thing he said that he was doing a lot was he made it a habit after every meal to take a 10-minute walk. Because, you know, walking helps with digestion, yeah. gets your heart beating. And most people especially, like, have office desk jobs like this and they're sitting yeah. down for 10 hours a day. They don't get up and walk and they don't... They're not living that healthy of a lifestyle because of their job. Right. Kind of like, you know, while we used to, it was hard for me to get a six pack, you know, when I first turned 21 because we were going out drinking all night and then having them carne asada tacos. Right. And carne, carne, asada, <laughs> carne asada fries from Roberto's, you know yeah. what I mean? And then knocking out right afterwards, sitting there just. <laughs> just now we have to roll the second. Just destroying their gut ourselves on that, yeah. On the bright side, we were tellers, though, so we were standing up at our job all day, which is a yeah. lot better than somebody we sitting down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, but, yeah, I mean, a lot of people, I, a lot of people, they, or I know that with my personal, you know, transformations, you know, right now I'm a little bit on the fluffier side because it's winter, but I got a goal for a phrase. <laughs> excuse you know but i have a goal to to for a huge transformation april 1st and yeah the biggest thing is tracking your macros that thing has been huge for me uh, as far as figuring out what you're eating i'm not a numbers person at all uh and so having something like that where you can track everything every single thing that you're eating and trying to meet those goals uh, has been huge for my transformation it helps it be measurable yeah, it helps what you're doing be measurable. And Fody, I mean, uh, and let's even have Fody Fody talk into that because you know it's you you've uh, you've made some pretty great transformations yeah. as well. Like, what do you do? 
that's basically like and, so and that's that's and, a, and let me rewind here my man works like 60 hours a plus, week sometimes 70 hours 60 a week. hours a week 60 70 hours a week but i don't make an excuse not to work on myself that's part of making me successful in life mentally physically i believe it all in comes into one just like we believe in barbells and briefcases but for instance like i want to say last march um i made it a small term goal is that you know in three months i want to lose 20 pounds i believe i was one of the heaviest i ever been for my age um last year it was like 185 and i was like i'm looking at myself in the mirror i'm like i can't do this anymore so what do i, what do I got to do so i want to lose 20 pounds so how am i going to lose 20 pounds i'm not going to just say it it's a, it's a process. What are you going to eat? What are you going to intake? How are you going to treat your body? And how hard are you going to go in the gym? How many days a week are you going to go to the gym? When you're in the gym, how you, what are you going to work on? So, for instance, when I wanted to lose 20 pounds last year, I said I needed to at least work at least six, six days a week in the gym, no matter what, for at least an hour a day. Um, okay, I need to do more cardio. So, I'm going to do more cardio. I'm going to do rest less in between my sets so you as you see me in the gym if i'm going hard is because i'm trying it's always moving always moving (laughs) i always want to take less rest between sets because i believe that keep me burning more calories and therefore losing weight um but with myself my metabolism is terrible i'm sure a lot of people out there have that same issue like i'm italian like like if I eat bread, that bread will stick to me for like twenty four hours, and, and that's I get super self conscious if I eat the wrong thing. I it's like I have to go to the gym just to like burn it so I don't go backwards. And I'm like that to this day, and um, like that, that like I'm saying that's a small term goal. So what are you going to intake? So I right now even to this day to keep maintain a healthy lifestyle, I meal prep. So I might have five to six meals we cook on Sunday and I eat them throughout the week. And another thing is maybe not eat, eating after eight or 9 p.m., four hours before bed, cutting out sweets. So doing these little things, this little process of this, are all little goals leading to my small goal of yeah. losing 20 pounds. And what did I do in three months? I lost 20 pounds. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's, that's what we're talking about. Whatever it is that you might want to do, break it down. Day by day, every day you have a new start. What are you going to do within that 24 hours? Yeah. You can fuck off your weekend, but every week's a new week. <laughs> weekends are overrated. Yeah, they are overrated. I say fuck weekends. I'm on a new new adventure every single day I'm trying to get to the next one. So Yeah. Anything else valuable, Miller, that you want to add as far as the nutrition thing and setting goals for the new year? Um... Any last words? No, my my big thing right now is is making it is make changes. A that that the reason most diets fail is because people can't stick to them. So make changes that you could see yourself sticking to in three months, in three years. You know, eat foods that that you can see yourself, you know, eating for the rest of your life, and. The second part of that is just making small changes. Like you don't have to drastically yeah, over cold turkey. Yeah, you don't have to cut stuff out cold turkey. You don't have to, you know, completely overhaul your whole diet, your whole it's lifestyle. Just being responsible. You know, those, right? make these goals work around your life. Don't make your life the goals. Yeah. And that's so why I still it. have In and Out and and 
Krispy Kreme donuts every once in a while. There's nothing wrong with that if it fits into your into your calorie goal and your macro yeah. goal. Every but your day. goal is not to be a bodybuilder. So if right. your goal was to be a bodybuilder, obviously you wouldn't be right. eating this. Exactly. Things. You know what I mean? You just want to live a healthy lifestyle. Happy life. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, what do you, what do you think? Uh, people say like that. You know, it's fifty percent nutrition, fifty percent gym, eighty twenty. What are, what's your opinion on that? Um. It's a balance for sure. I don't know what the percentage is. And anybody that slaps a percentage on it is an idiot. I think everyone's different at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's like the number one answer when anybody asks me anything at the gym is like, you know. Case by case. Yeah. It it depends. That's That's the answer to everything. You know, should I do this? Should I do that? You know, should I eat more carbs? Should I, you know, do more cardio? Well, I don't know. <laughs> How did your body react to that? <laughs> oh my god, the question I hate the most is, uh, how many days a week should I work out? Well, it depends what your goals are. It depends what your life is. It depends how much time you have. Like if you yeah. if you're a single mom with three kids and a full time and two full time jobs, you're not gonna have time to work out every day. You better hit some Thai bow at the crib. You know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like Thai bows at home there's, workout. There's, <laughs> there's <laughs> different ways to make your goals fit your life, and. And that's the way, like everything depends on who you are right. and what, where you yeah. are in your life. Because everybody's different right. and everybody's going through different stuff. Absolutely. That's a good answer. We have three different metabolisms in this room right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, we all react to everything differently. Like, <laughs> like I started lifting weights and I blew up 40 pounds and I was completely happy. Yeah. You guys lift weights to stay lean. Like, <laughs> Our metabolisms go from <laughs> novice, expert, <laughs> advanced yeah. whatever it's like the Tekken menu you know what I'm saying right you know, when you're playing Street Fighter it's like you know what, what's the difficulty well I'm the all man metabolism <laughs> hell yeah nah so well, so that, thanks for thanks for sharing that that's, so that's something that we wanted to share as far as setting your goals for, for the uh, for your fitness and nutrition goals for, for your barbell of 2017 uh, it's real simple. Break your goals down. Everyone's different. Uh, now switching over to the briefcase side, setting your goals for your for your career, setting your goals for your job, setting your goals for your work, your craft, or maybe it's just a side passion that you have, something that you're doing. You know, if you have from nine to five to <clears throat> to pay the bills, and everybody usually has. Other hours in their day, well, we're in Vegas, so, you know, it could be a little bit different, but so the average person has from 9 to 5 to pay your bills, but everybody has from 5 to 2 a.m. or from 7 to 2 a.m. to build whatever that side passion is and, and whatever goals that you have set for that. And somebody who I will say is an expert, I'm a two Fodies horn now. <laughs> Fody is the number one car salesman and has been consistently for the last how long four years last four years since he's entered the business Mm -hmm. i mean we're talking about destroying dudes that have been in this business for for i don't know how long and if anybody knows yeah decades like old veterans old more than i've been alive yeah (laughs) and he just he understands something when it comes to goal setting and Having a focus when you're when you set goals at your workplace or at your job or at your business, whatever that might be, Fody has a secret formula. I mean, even I'm still trying to figure this shit out. And that's the thing; it's not a secret. <laughs> <laughs> but he has a knack for consistently being number one of the sales board. If anybody knows the car business, selling 25 cars a month isn't an easy task. 
period. Uh, and how many cars did you sell in 2016? Uh, I was just a couple shy away from 300, actually. 300. Which is an average of about 25 a month. So Yeah. Through the good and bad months, you know what I mean? If anybody at Planet Nissan is listening to this, <laughs> he's going to let you in on some crazy stuff. No, I'm just playing. It's really, there's no. not really not that many secrets. And they, they, they'll, they'll tell you. I mean, it's just worth that. Good. That's all That's it is. It. I mean, and just being obsessed with your craft and, you know, pushing yourself a little bit. How do I know you were going to say obsessed? I just, I, just knew you were you, say, I mean, if you, you want something, word. if you want a goal, you better be fucking obsessed. Want to be obsessed and mastering your craft, period. Yeah. You know, if it's long term or short term goals. So that's where, kind of where I'm going to go into. I mean, before you even set a goal, you just have to be aware that you have to take a risk. You cannot be afraid not to take, take a risk. You have to do things that you will feel uncomfortable about, but you got to jump. If you want to be happy in life, some things you got to do that you don't like or want to do, but you just got to do it and you'll feel so much better at the end of the day, I promise you. So that's kind of what you have to be prepared to do before you set a goal is be mentally prepared to do so i'm going to sacrifice my time or i'm going to sacrifice is that where you're going exactly going towards? exactly and you also have to have there's a few qualities i'm going to actually share that you do before setting your goals that you have to be mentally prepared to have these actual qualities so one of them is attitude and sales that's the number one thing we speak about in our sales meetings from the from the salesman to the sales manager to the general manager store everybody has to be on the same page everybody has to have a great attitude so whatever your your excuse me whatever your goal might be you have to have a good attitude going into that goal without the having a great attitude you can forget about a lot of bullshit that happens throughout your weeks days hours but you have to be you know on yourself and say you know you have to look at the light in in the in the long term and say hey optimism optimism of course and then I have to be organized. I'm a very organized person. That's why I feel like I am successful, just because I'm very organized. I know what I want in life, and I know how to get it by working hard. Yes, but also how are you going to do it? You know, how are you going to get there? So, say let's say my goal this month, my short term goal is to be salesman of the month. I want to sell. I know what this month I'm at least going to have to sell. What the January is being last January I sold about twenty seven and a half cars. So if I want to sell another twenty seven and a half cars, I don't just go into work and say. Go. You know what I mean? Oh, what? How am do, I going to... Do you shoot like 35 knowing that you're going to fall short? Or do you say, no, I'm going to get 27? No, I'm going to get 27. Number. If I get more, I pat myself on the back. Good job, okay. you know? That's interesting. That's how I do it. I don't push myself. I know what I can do and what I'm going to. I'm like very focused. If I'm very eminent about getting to that, I'll go into my day off yeah. if I have to. And that's the thing. That's And that's... Sometimes you got to do things you don't want to do going outside your comfort zone. Everybody wants a day off from work. Yeah, I'd rather you know, you know, get a, go do a two a day at the gym if I have the opportunity. So, but if I have to go to work and you know make phone calls, get my weekend set up if it's a Thursday, I got to do what I got to do. That's being prepared, being organized. That's being and number one. Being number one, and that's what it's about. And then, not only do you have to be, you know grinding each and every day you have to have confidence in yourself but also having patience you know i might not get a sale that day but believe it the next motherfucking day when i go into work i'm gonna get one one way or another and that's just being patient don't beating down on yourself yeah so um and persistence so all those qualities you set your goals at the beginning of the year like what's what's going through your mind january 1 you know, or do you reset every single month and say, I reset you know what? every single day, Nick. Every single day. 
I know what my goals are, just like John said. It's not so much of a New Year's resolution. New Year's resolutions might just be something that you've been doing that's kind of hurting you from being a better person. That's all I think a New Year's resolution that's, is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, as far as every day, I mean, if I have a... Every day is a new day with me. I know whatever happened, you know, in the last 24 hours, fuck it. I got a new 24 hours to happen. So what? Let's make the best of it and what I have to come. I mean, that's what goals are about. So, like, for instance, one of my audacious goals is to running my own dealership. One day I will run my own dealership. And I know right now I have to sacrifice. I have to be the number one salesman. I have to grasp all areas of each field of the dealership business, become an expert at my craft, being patient, realize that, yes, my long-term goal is to run a dealership, but I have to be patient, persistent, organized, and grasp everything, all that knowledge to get me to that ultimate goal. Yeah. So that's where it's at. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's a lot of information, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) A lot to absorb. But the thing is, I have that audacious goal, like I said, of having my own dealership one day, and um, I want to. You're pretty committed to to your craft because that's that's a part of your long term vision. Exactly, well. and I build up small goals this to get there. A, a, so last year, my goal, honestly, of 2016 was to sell 300 cars. The, year previous before that of 2015 i did 265 so and the year before that i did about 250 so every year you're, you're focused on getting better and the nice thing about it i worked less hours i took my days you off got better at it getting mastering my craft yeah, i think my having that balance of lifestyle because i believe i want to work on my health and fitness just as much as my business i love the balance i i i just can't go move forward without feeling that confidence in myself to, to prepare me to be confident and successful every day when I go, you know, into work. Right. And, and probably, you probably just became better at what you were doing. Like Michelangelo says, it takes 10,000 hours beating at your craft to become yeah, a master. Hour things Absolutely. Big, and I, and don't get me wrong, I have not mastered sales. I have so much more to learn. But that will come with time and patience. But you have to... Each and every day, like I said, I reset every single day. I want to get better as a person, qualities, my goals, how how much better I'm going to get at becoming a master in my craft. Yeah. Fody, what do you think the difference is between you, the top salesman at, at your dealership that sells 27 cars, and the guy that's struggling and barely sells 10? And this is, this is funny. I love that you asked me this question because I think me and Nick were talking about this about people who sell themselves so short. You know what I mean? I, I was talking to a friend of mine, and he said, you know, I made my employee um, write down their goals, you know, period. And they said they were 23 years old, and their, their goal was to, to save 50000 in the bank by the time they're... 100000 by the time they retire. And they're how old? 23 years old. I mean... Do you know how much $100,000 is going to be <laughs> when, you're, when you're 70 years right. old? <laughs> You gotta set your goals high, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and that's what it is. Yeah, some, some, is, and I think some people kind of they they don't think that I don't know what it is, but they just don't set those crazy goals. Like, and, if you want to be the president of the United States, that's what you really want to do, and you, you, and we all know right now that's not going to happen. But guess what? With mental preparation, time. How are you going to become the uh, president of the United States? Okay, I need to take political science. I need to go to college. 
what college am I going to go to? Great. Right. How am I going to get the money to go to the college? Great. So we're that's what going off what John said. You're breaking down we're to how you're going to get it. I probably got to be the there. mayor for a little bit. And then the state senator. Exactly. How am I going to be a mayor? How am I going to be a senator? Unless you're Donald uh, Trump, I guess. And then you just, say, yeah, you just <laughs> run the apprentice. So, so in that case, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to be the next president. <laughs> but I mean, that's what it is. And it's not about being realistic. I I, I listen to Will Smith. I, he's actually a mentor of mine. He's really good. Um, you, you can bend. Fresh Prince? Fresh Prince. Will Smith. You can bend the universe to whatever you like. Right. So if you feel like you shit could, gets out of your way, you know, you set like, a yeah. goal and just you just start happening. That's why you pop up. That's why goals are always changing. That's what not, you, it's never a perfect map. You will find the way to get there. That's life. That, that's <laughs> what it is. Life start, is life people is start like, popping up. Events start occurring that literally that's yeah. like ah, you know, and we just got to recognize like oh shit, like, like this is you know this is everything. But that those obstacles for. and those obstacles are. Life's way of asking of what you want, whatever goal you want, is worth fighting for. Yeah. And the yeah. most important part about setting a goal, and we'll probably focus towards wrapping this up. I know we're past our you know, 30 minutes, but the biggest part about setting a goal is just so you know where you're going. Like, I asked Adam earlier today. I was like, so, you know, have you wrote your goals down your yet? Your little brother. My little brother. Have you wrote your goals down yet? No. Okay. Well, how do you know where you're going if you don't know what you want? Like, you can't just... Say I'm a drive to Wyoming and not have a map, you know. I mean, like you can literally, you could stop, you could probably drive and just and, and wing it, but it's going to take you way long. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking no technology, no <laughs> maps, no whatever. But, but I guarantee, take, by the time you get there, your goals have changed. You're going to end up taking a longer routes, like probably take one wrong freaking turn that's going to take it, make it like three hours longer or or two days longer to get to where you need to get. So you just have to set them. You have to write them down and put them somewhere where you're going to see them every day. I'm a big believer in that. And you just put it out there in the universe. Make stupid, crazy, unrealistic goals if that's the person that you are. And if you fall short, who cares? Like, it's still a pretty bitchin' place to be as far as your goal. You know, if I'm shooting for here and I fall here, that's still pretty bitchin' instead of shooting for here and getting exactly there. Does that make sense? Well, I guess on the uh, from the audio version, it's not going to make sense. But shoot for a higher goal, and you might fall short of it and still be pretty high. Or shoot for the moon, and you'll still end up around the stars. You still end up around the stars, you know. Or you could shoot for mediocrity and hit it. You know, like why would you want to do that? So, you know, we'll wrap it up with that. You guys have anything else to add? Nope. Subscribe to our podcast. Leave comments. Let us know how you feel. Yeah, send yeah. us a text message if you're yeah. just our homies at this point. In I know, time. and we a lot of people have been listening to us, and I thank you. I love you all. You keep me motivated every day, and just like Nick's, what motivates us? My people, my friends, my family, my community. You all motivate me. I love you. Thank you. You'll keep me grinding and hustling each and every day. Yeah, our goal is to add value to you guys the best way we can. Um, you know. This is our way of, of trying and attempting to do that. And so, you know, as we grow on this journey of growing our, our, our fitness lifestyle brand and our, our own individual entrepreneurial uh, ventures, we're going to learn a lot and we're going to meet the people that might have that information that you guys will be looking for. And so next week, 
Uh, we're going to talk strictly about the, the fitness and nutrition side. So we'll have that in from, uh, we'll, we'll let you guys know when, when we release that. Uh, but other than that, uh, we appreciate you. Thanks for tuning in again. Johnny. Thank you. Uh, we are Barbells and Briefcases podcast. We are on iTunes, SoundCloud, um, maybe even YouTube at some point in the future. Uh, please, on iTunes, subscribe to us. Leave us a five-star review. If you follow us on SoundCloud, follow us, like us, leave a comment. Tell us how we're doing. You know, Slide up in our DMs. Tell us what you want to hear. Thank you for listening. You guys have a great day. We out. Ouch.